Hi, welcome back to Sadie Spills the Tea. Appreciate y'all tuning in to episode three. Um, thank you guys for coming back. If you're re-listening, I appreciate all of the support and the fact that I even have listeners. So thank you. Just want to go ahead and apologize for last week's audio um, and thank everyone for that call out. I was trying to be quieter and more respectful um, of my working environment as Ham is working in the room right next to me. But he, of course, was like, I was like, did you, did you hear me at all last week? And he was like, no, I had no idea what you were doing. He goes, but did you hear me? Did you hear me ripping calls in the background? And I was like, no, no, we, we didn't actually hear you ripping calls in the background. But if anyone was asking, that's what Ham's doing. Okay, he's ripping calls in the background. So just to dive in, um, a couple shout outs, of course. Here I am, plug in friends. If you have a business or need some shout outs, let me know. Uh, first up, my best friend Cody Howen. He is opening up a new store down here in Newport on Lido Island. Um, it's called CV's. It's a shoe store. There's one the headquarters are actually out of Santa Barbara. Cool shoes. Um, the store is really rad. He's built it out and it looks really fabulous. They have all kinds of clothes, kind of surf brands, home stuff, tchotchkes. Um, they have wraps, you know, candles, all the things. It's a really great store and he's opening one um, in Newport. So if you are looking for a job or a cool place to work uh, and you want Cody to be your boss, let me know. I'm happy to plug you and he's looking for employees. So definitely let me know and look out for my Instagram posts that I will plug him on soon. Next up, Ryan Metz is coming to Denver. She is one of my best friends from college and she's on her way into town, which is huge. So if anyone's coming to Denver and wants to hang, let me know. Um, she's probably going to be our first guest on the podcast. So keep an eye out for that. And thanks for coming to Denver, Ryan. Next up is uh, my other best friend from college, Jordan Krulowitz. She has a really rad company, business, whatever you want to call it. Um, cut, cut, paste. Jay, here's your shout out. She does all kinds of really neat collages and album covers um, and artwork and anything that you could literally cut, cut and paste, she can do. She is one of the best artists. Like She's so freaking talented. Her handwriting, her eye for design, everything she does is so creative. So if you're dropping an album, you're dropping anything and need some artwork, hit up my girl Jay. Cut, cut, paste is her Instagram. If I had like a link in bio, I probably would. Um, so definitely check her out. And last thing I'm going to say is my brother, Joe. Uh, he's absolutely not listening to this, but you know, those people that just like touch things and they turn to gold, anyone out there that has a sibling younger or, or older will relate to this. Everything the kid does is magic. He's good at everything. And coincidentally, he decided to go on a quick ski trip with his, you know, new, new friends in the ski shop. Um, they went to big, no, not big, he's in big sky. They went to whitefish Montana. And of course he just quietly puts up this Instagram that has, you know, five incredibly beautiful slash ASMR photos. Um, and he's the kid that just like doesn't try, but always gets good content. So just wanted to shout that out. And he's 24 and single and outdoorsy and really cute. His handle is joe.terry. Um, if anyone wants to go lurk him on Instagram, if anyone knows any singles, let me know. We're always in the market for a girlfriend for Joe. So just want to get that out of the way. All right, let's segue into some sports news because to be honest, there's not much that we need to know, girls. Um, March Madness is approaching. They basically just released their initial rankings for all of those teams. Um, they rank them from 1 to 16, and it will change, obviously, as we get closer to the tournament. But for us that just kind of want to perk up a little bit for the bracket time, now is when we kind of start paying attention. So they're ranked 1 through 16. This is kind of just like, oh, these are the teams that we're going to need to keep an eye on um, and just get familiar with 
their names essentially as we get closer to bracket time. Also, while I was writing this up, uh, Mookie Betts, my star on the Dodgers, who just signed, you know, like a billion year, billion dollar contract with the Dodgers, he put up a really cryptic Instagram. Um, it's him with some Jordan gear on. He's holding a basketball and it basically just says loading. Um, and then it says Nashville, Tennessee, 2021. So he's definitely releasing something, whether it's like He's releasing a Jordan line, a shoe line. Maybe he's going to just jerk us around and become a basketball player. I'm not sure, but just wanted to add that in there. J.J. Watt got released from the Texans. He is just a big, blonde football player. He's always played for the Texans. It's kind of the only sports-breaking news that are happening right now. No concrete trades, but girls, if you want to drop that, oh yeah, I heard J.J. Watt got released from the Texans. Good on you. What else is going on in sports? Uh, Serena Williams, she just advanced to the Australian Open. Um, not a huge tennis person. Love Serena, though, and love her husband and their baby, and the whole story is so great. Uh, him and I started watching Serena, though, the other night. She was on TV, obviously, because it's in Australia with the time zones. It was like, you know, 8.30 or 9 at night, but really cool to watch her. Um, she was down 40 to 0, as if I know what that means. Uh on one of the matches and she came back and won. So go Serena and let's keep watching her. Other than that, spring training's about to start. All my Dodger wives have, <clears throat> excuse me, sent off their husbands. Um, so spring training's about to start all over the country and we're hoping for just kind of a normal baseball season this year. None of this like, oh, it's COVID season. That's why the Dodgers won. No, 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 the Dodgers won because they're the best team in baseball. That's a fact. Okay. So let's move into some pop culture. And this is the first thing I want to start with is something that like I'm kind of embarrassed about, but I'm also very curious to know how many of you haven't heard this. So I was today years old when I learned that the nursery rhyme, three little piggies, those pigs are supposed to go to the market, right? This little piggy goes to the market. And then this little piggy. Um, I always thought that the pigs were going to the market to like go grocery shopping or buy something nice, like, you know, a new Gucci. No. These little piggies are going to the market to get sold, a.k.a. chopped up. Saw a meme of that, read the thread, realized that a lot of other people didn't know that, and, you know, just wanted to educate you guys. Felt like I wasn't the only one out there that didn't know the three little piggies. So the next story is strictly for Emma, for giving me a lot of shit that, yes, my family still watches Jeopardy, and you know what? I do like to dabble in it a little. So Alex Trebek's wardrobe... Um, is now getting donated to an agency that helps the homeless find jobs and dress for interviews. So they literally took all his wardrobe over the years um, and they've donated it to an agency that's going to help the homeless get jobs, which is so epic, such a great way to take Alex Trebek's stuff and pay it forward. So just thought that was a great little story, a feel-good, happy news. Dua Lipa released a new single called We're Good last week. Song is, is good. It's nothing like Future Nostalgia, the album. Um, but we love anything from Dua, and it's already on the radio, so get her some more views, you know? Emily M. Rada, Emily Radatowski, she um, had a surprise baby shower this weekend. Her closest friends basically picked her up. Well, they went to her house, and they brought her a slew of outfits and things to try on, let her pick an outfit of her liking, and then they blindfolded her and took her to a surprise uh, birthday, birthday baby shower brunch. Um, she's making headlines, obviously, because she doesn't know the gender of her child. She's keeping it genderless until they come out. So there's no, you know, stigma, stereotypes, um, conforming to gender norms at all. And so 
basically it was a really chic brunch um, at the Nomad Hotel in New York. And like any chic event, they had merch. Who doesn't want merch, right? They got really cute sweatshirts. Their theme was Bear Rada. I don't really like a bear. And then her last name's Rada. I, I didn't think it flowed that well, but their theme was Barada in space. Um, cute, cute stuff. So thought that was that was nice. I would love for my friends to come over and be like, choose just a huge outfit, and then I'm gonna surprise you and we're gonna celebrate you. Like that's so epic. Teej, we're gonna start brainstorming how we're gonna do your shower. Definitely a selection of fits for sure. Um, in other, you know, Valentine's Day kind of news, uh, Blake Lively posted a very relatable Instagram this week with her and Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, her husband, is uh, in full gloves with a squirt bottle, and they're dyeing her hair so relatable how many people have looked in the mirror and it's like am i dyeing it am i gonna cut it or girls have grabbed a a buzzer a razor whatever and done haircuts themselves in quarantine um i just thought it was like really great she put that up like she's not going to the hairdresser i know some are open i know some are closed i just thought that was really cool to just be like stars are just like us yet again right so thought that was a cute little post um taylor swift Yes, I like her some days. Yes, I hate her other days. I'm just kind of one of those iffy fans. But last Friday, she released her new version of Love Story, and you just cannot love that. Like, the second you hear that beginning guitar, you're instantly taken back to wherever you were 10 years ago. All the lyrics come running back to your head. You're literally belting it, and you're like, wow, this this was good. So just, uh, just a hot take on that new Taylor Love Story. Yes, there's, like, going to be I think she's re-recording all six albums that she has, um, that she had obviously given with this Scooter Braun beef and whatnot. So she's re-recording. I don't think they're going to sound any different, but she's she's taking the power back is what she's saying. Um, also, side note on Taylor, is she married? I think yes. I think she's at least engaged. She's been in hiding for way too long, and I think something has happened. Like, there's no way her and Joe are just, like, actually hiding out. But that's just what me and Dumois think. So, GG News. Um, As we mentioned last week, she was really letting us into that farm life, and this Valentine's Day, she pulled through. She posted quite a few new pics of her and Zane, Um, little PDA, touching, pretty cute, and the last pic was um, Zane basically walking their baby daughter on the farm. It's a picturesque scene. Zane is walking this long strip. Um, The fall leaves are are surrounding the whole farm. It's quaint. It's just like such a chic farm pic, exactly what you would honestly expect the farm to look like but we loved that so other kind of couple news I guess um Machine Gun Kelly is with Megan Fox in case you didn't know that it's been at least a month if not two now she's no longer with Brian Austin Green um this weekend Machine Gun Kelly posted that he was wearing Megan Fox's blood around her neck his neck in a necklace which is like so Angelina Jolie Bobby Billy Bob Thornton, like circa 2004, 2000, maybe even when they were like making out on the red carpet and it was like so disgusting and they were so proud of their vials of each other's blood, like machine gun, what are you doing? Also like kind of weird time with the army hammer thing going on. Just like, why are we wearing her blood? Like, yeah, she's pretty, but come on. Also remember when Megan Fox was in uh, Island Under the Sun with Mary Kit and Ashley, iconic movie. Moving on, uh, Vanessa Hudgens, the OG cool girl, back when the only thing cool was High School Musical. That's so a millennial thing for me to say, but Vanessa Hudgens was an OG cool girl. She's now dating Cole Tucker. Um, He's on the Pittsburgh Pirates, so we love another, you know, 
teen love athlete story. Um, but what caught my attention on this is that all of the Joe bros were commenting, literally all of them, even Sophie Turner, Priyanka, they all had comments about this relationship and it started having me think like, do the Joe bros like have a lot of really cool friends in hiding? Like, do people want to be friends with them? Is it one of them? Is it Sophie Turner? Is it Priyanka? Like where, how are they connected to the athletes and how are they hooking Vanessa Hudgens up? I just like have so many questions in the Joe bro network. You know, back to my girl, Morgan Stewart, her now husband, uh, Jordan McGraw, opens for the Joe Bros, and he's in that circle, too. It's just like, I would like a, a pie chart of, of their contacts, who they're constantly texting. You know, I'd like an inside look into their inbox, really. But just thought that was interesting. Um, want to apologize to everyone who's waiting for the Brit Doc info. My TV situation in Newport hasn't allowed me to watch the Brit Doc. Um, I'll be back to regular programming this weekend. We'll make sure I watch the Doc before next week's episode. So apologies. Yes, I have thoughts on JT. Yes, I heard the 50-50, um, the new result of the court hearing. But I want to get, you know, the full insider scoop. Uh, watch it myself before I go ahead and report on that. So apologies, but also it's coming. Um, also, I saw a really great TikTok this week. My girl Tinks, if you're not following, it's me, Tinks. Definitely follow her on Instagram or TikTok, whatever. But she did a little segment on hot TV dads, and I thought that was really appropriate given that who doesn't love hot TV dads? Um, just want to run through a few quick. Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Kyle Chandler is everything. If you're watching Friday Night Lights and you don't want Coach Taylor to be your dad, like we need to talk. Obviously, Tim Riggins is great. Obviously, we love Michael B. Jordan in there, but Coach Taylor, man, he is a dilf. Um, along with Sandy Cohen from the OC, Peter Gallagher is still a silver fox. Like, he might be the silver fox of TV. So, kudos to him. Jude Law in The Holiday always reminds me of my mom. That's her favorite movie. Um, in his accent, when he plays Mr. Napkinhead, everyone wants him to be your dad. Ari Gold in Entourage, mm, I don't know if we want him to be our dad, but like I would love a manager like Ari, just making shit happen, making Vince happy. Yeah, I wouldn't even say a dad because he uh, cheated on his wife a lot, so I'm going to scratch that one, but we'll end with Nick Parker from The Parent Trap. Dennis Quaid, okay, I'm going to take that back about uh, Patty, Peter Gallagher. Dennis Quaid is the King Dilf, like King Dilf, King Silver Fox. Like, you just, you can't even compare with that. Dumois right now is really plugging Jack Quaid, who I haven't really taken a look at, but apparently he's the hot son of Dennis. So if you want to Google, go ahead. Uh, to segue, Mary and Ma Mary, Megan and Harry are having baby number two. Um, I kind of found this out a few months ago, obviously Dumois, and I've been telling him that Archie's getting a little brother or sister for months now. So congrats to Archie. My main question is, so now they're pregnant in Montecito, aka right outside of Santa Barbara, my hometown. Um, do they go to a cottage hospital and have the baby? That's where I was born. They really have two options. It's cottage or Galita, and Galita is like absolutely not the option for them. Um, so I'm really curious, like, are they going to do a home birth, a water birth? Like, is there a private place in Montecito? If you're listening and you know, let me know. I'm just curious about like what their birthing plan is, you know? Uh I was actually wondering why they hadn't released anything about the baby news because it's kind of been low key out for a couple of months. Um, and it came out finally that 37 years ago to this date, uh, Diana announced that she was pregnant with Harry. So I thought that was cute that they waited. And obviously there's, you know, memories and, and history with that. So great job on, on the announcement. Um, 
got to segue into my favorite topic. So if you're done, if you don't want to hear the Kardashians or The Bachelor, you can leave now. No feelings. It's all good. Uh, we got to do a quick Valentine's Day recap, Kardashian style, because we were all waiting to see who was doing what. Starting with the title of this episode, Platinum Blonde Hair. You guys, Scott Disick decided to dye his hair platinum blonde over the weekend. He debuted it with his, you know, 12-year-old girlfriend, Amelia Gray, on Miami Beach this past President's Day weekend. I'm just like going, imagining what the combo would be like. Like, hey, Amelia, I think I'm going to dye my hair platinum blonde. And Amelia's like, okay, cool. You look great because she's 12 and thinks that kind of stuff is cool still. He looks so douchey. Yes, platinum hair, platinum blonde hair can absolutely be pulled off. Um, I love Scott Disick to death, but he is not one of them. So if anyone can just tell him to go back to his other hair color, that'd be great. They spent Valentine's Day together. There were pics of them on the beach. Nothing else to write home about. It was like, whatever. He didn't post anything like, oh, Amelia. So like, I'm still not convinced they're together. It's still a PR stunt. Courtney. Kardashian um, with Travis Barker. They had a lot of public dates this past week, actually. And then she posted a little a little rhyme, a little uh, poem that she put up that said, Roses are red, violets are blue, garlic bread, and Blink-182. The nail in the coffin, you guys. They are officially together. She also posted herself in like this little lingerie item um, that was like in a text to her friend as they were like kind of comparing like, how hot do you look type of thing. So we know that it was success for them. Chloe posted plenty of flowers from Tristan. Um, she actually posted them on the 13th to try and be like really low key about it. She got quite a few bouquets. She tagged Tristan in like the tiniest little font. You could barely see it. Obviously, I got my magnifying glass out. She also today or last night was posting that she said our house is under construction and there were quite a few like uh, slides of construction site and whatnot. You can see that they're definitely doing something to the house. But my question is, she wrote our house. Is that your house with Tristan? Is our meaning you and True your daughter? Pretty convinced Chloe and Tristan are back together, but just thought our house was an interesting little tidbit right there, right? Um, Kendall, she decided to uh, debut her boyfriend, Devin Booker, as we've been talking about. She went um, IG official and posted a cute pic of them on Valentine's Day. He's like laying on her stomach. There looks like they're on the kitchen counter or something like that. Um, cute. And then he reciprocated a few hours later with two black and white shots of them um, together with their dogs. Super cute. Now we know they're they're official for sure. But the breaking news today is that Kendall released her new tequila line. It's called 818, her area code in Calabasas, just two away from 805. Um, she's been getting a lot of kudos. Everyone's been posting about it. Kim is like, now I drink tequila, by the way, only Kendall's. Um, but TikTok found this a couple months ago that there was this 818 tequila and there were celebs following and, and whatnot. And then Dumois posted about it too. So Kendall hasn't kept this like too undercover. Nuts Getting Not Fat has covered it as well. We knew that she was going to go ahead and, and, uh, and have a tequila line, but now it's out. One thought on that, Lala from Vanderpump Rules commented on the post and was like, best tasting tequila. I'm like, how did you try it? You're Lala from Vanderpump. Like, tell me that connection with the Kardashians. Someone, please. That's really all I have. Kim didn't get anything from Kanye. No post of flowers. No post of anything via Kanye. Um, all she posted off was her super hot body that is obviously not natural. Um, getting skims written on her body in whipped cream. Cute video, but does nothing for us except for knows that, you know, she has a killer surgeon. And... 
a cook and a trainer and all of the other things, you know? Kylie posts nothing relevant. She was absolutely relevant now that Stormy's birthday has gone. Need her to stir something up again to become relevant. Just kidding. Okay, moving into Bachelor news. Um, yes, the elephant in the room is that the Bachelor franchise is on fire. It is a dumpster fire. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and jump in. Chris Harrison's extra interview with Rachel Lindsay was absolutely horrifying, embarrassing, wrong on all accounts. It was just absolutely, absolutely atrocious. Um, he was speaking over her. He was saying the wrong things. He didn't know he was saying the wrong things. He felt very confident after the interview. Rachel asked him if she wanted him to, or if she wanted, yeah, him to make her, if she wanted to make any edits or anything like that. And he was really happy with the way he came across. Um, obviously that was wrong. All of Bachelor Nation has spoken out. Literally all of Bachelor Nation has spoken out. Chris gave a half-assed apology. Um, they continued to speak out. Hundreds of thousands of signatures have been signed to get him fired. That's where we're at now. Uh, Chris Harrison released another statement a few days ago that said he would be stepping away from the franchise starting after the final rose. Um, that's not enough. It's not enough for the franchise. It's not enough for the viewers. It's just not enough. Uh, Rachel Kirkconnell, the gal who is supposed to be winning, she was the person in controversy and in question. She still is in controversy, of course. Um, she was basically, we were told that she wasn't allowed to speak out. And then she finally released a statement. I think the statement was good. Um, I think her statement was worded very well. But that's what happens when you have a crisis PR team, right? We could have used a video of her actually speaking out. We could have seen some emotion. We could have seen those words coming out of her mouth. You can always do more. Um, now for Rachel, it's like, okay, we heard the words. Now we need to see the action. It's all about taking the action. So we'll see what she does from here. Now we get to, uh, will we have an after the final rose? I don't know. Um, will we have the next season of The Bachelorette? I don't know. Everything is really up in the air right now because the franchise is scrambling. Rachel Lindsay has said she's like, just take a step back. Um, there's now a bunch of Instagrams called uh, Batch Diversity, um, Fire the Bachelor, get rid of Chris Harrison, like you name it, the, the franchise is done. Um, social media has really killed this entire thing, and this is where we are now. So I'm not sure if we're going to actually have a Bachelorette season. I don't know if they'll wait till Paradise. I don't know if they'll stop altogether. Maybe this is the last season. In that case, they should have really stopped with Tasha. Um, but a few interesting things. Claire and Dale were spotted out in Florida today. Um, so they've obviously have communication. I don't know what the status is, but they were spotted out. There's pictures all over the internet if you want to look those up. Um, the other thing is that Dean... Deanie Babies, Dean Unglert, uh, he spoke out on his own podcast this past week and said that um, producers actually reached out to him when he was going to go to Paradise in 2019, where he fell in love with Kaylin, the last season we've had. Uh, producers reached out to him and told him, you should go and delete all of these tweets that you have with cuss words in them and kind of gave him a heads up. So that was just an interesting intake into um, the fact that producers like kind of viewed and were grooming his social media and then gave him that heads up. So I thought that was interesting um, for him. Why aren't they coming through everyone else's? And is it only when they choose? Back to everyone should go watch that show Unreal. Producers don't give a fuck. They're just getting paid for the drama and get m more money for more hideous things that happen. Last night's episode was absolutely nothing. Um, literally, you missed nothing. It was just felt weird to watch, especially given all this controversy. They didn't address it. They didn't insert anything. Um, one thing to note is that they cut out the day portion of the group date. 
Um, we see a one-on-one -on -one with Serena P. And then we see the group date, but we only see the ending of the group date, like that evening. They all sit down, they're all dressed up. Um, the threads are saying, what happened on the day date? Was there something you needed to edit out? Why'd you do that? So I thought that was very interesting. Um, more importantly on the group date, Brie, my queen, she went to Matt and said, hey, listen, this past week, I actually had to resign from my job in order to stay here. It was my dream job, but I really actually am falling in love with you and I want to be here. Okay. Kudos to Brie for A, saying that, and kudos to Brie for just being a career woman. The fact that she quit her dream job to stay on The Bachelor obviously shows how much she's falling in love with Matt, but we just stan anyone that is career-driven, and if you got your dream job, Brie, good fucking shit, man. You're going to have a million offers after this, and I just hope that you go back to doing something that you love. Um, when Matt didn't give her the group rose, it was like so disappointing. He gave it to Rachel, the winner who didn't really say anything new except for like, I'm still falling in love with you and like, I hope you're feeling the same way. He could have given her the, the rose at the rose ceremony and that would have been fine. Brie needed this rose on the group date to feel like heard and that Matt was there and he he fucked up. I'm just going to say it. So now I feel like I need to turn into a Brie stan account. I'm going to turn into justice for Brie on my Instagram because she deserves more. That's just everything. So does Michelle. Michelle doing those push-ups at the very end. A, hysterical. B, shows us more personality. I thought that was a nice plug in case they make her the bachelorette, which would be a great call. Although I don't know if she'll be emotionally ready after she doesn't win the bachelor. Sorry for ruining that for anyone, but I just did. So yeah, that's where we're at. Bachelor franchise is on fire. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens in this next week. Um, I was actually just reading a little thing from Reality Steve that said um, Mike Fleiss, the uh, executive producer, put out saying there's going to be a special situation ne on next week's episode. So it'll be interesting to see if they address it, if they add anything in, um, if they tell us what's going to happen moving forward with the franchise. I, if I had to place money now, I'm going to say Chris Harrison's coming back for The Bachelorette. Um, I don't think there's any way that he wouldn't come back if they don't replace the lead. That's the question. Who's going to who's gonna replace Chris Harrison? Rachel Lindsay already said she was out. Um, I don't think Wells has enough to carry. JoJo just bought a new house in Puerto Rico and is remodeling that. Tasha's in New York and still on contract as the Bachelorette unless they made an exception for her. So very interested to see who's going to be the host and who is going to um, you know, basically take over the franchise, I think, if, if they don't let Chris just like take a hot sec and they hope that it'll blow over. So we're in new territory with The Bachelor. We've never been in this before. Um, they've always just had their next lead and they keep rolling with it. But seeing as The Bachelorette's supposed to start filming in just a few weeks, I think they're kind of scrambling crisis mode over there. So it'll be interesting to see. So Again, appreciate you making it this far. If you have any suggestions, if you have any content, shows, music, anything that you'd like me to listen to or watch and review, I'm always here for it, always looking for new stuff. Um, reminder, Temptation Island is going to come into play this week, Summer House as well. We'll wrap up Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at on the reality TV realm. So let me know if there's anything else that I can uh, watch and fill you in on. And appreciate you making this far. Of course, feedback's always welcome, the good, the bad, the ugly. And thanks for listening to another episode of Sadie Spills the Tea.